You are now listening to Bro Time Podcasts. Hey, uh, welcome to Bro Time Podcast, and today I have Gordo with me. Say hello. <laughs> hey, hey, Drew, how you doing? I'm good. Um, so I thought I'd get you on the podcast to talk a little bit about technology, like uh, specifically careers in IT, because I know you didn't go to school for IT, but you're kind of heavily involved in IT a little bit at your current job, right? Yeah, so I guess I studied like business IT. It's a funky name at UIC. Oh, uh, my bad. You did study like, but it wasn't pure IT. That's yeah, what I mean. for sure. It was. Yeah. It was more of like a. I, the the audience is definitely for someone to get into IT, but it's a very hippie business major. There's <laughs> not a lot of you don't learn a lot about like computer science and you know things like that. You you dabble in programming, but mm-hmm. in terms of like the deep concepts, you don't really get much there. But uh, it was definitely a good place for me to start in IT. Like it was a good thing for me to study so I'd land a career in IT, you know, with minimal effort. I think. <laughs> it wasn't like it wasn't like I was, you know, going to jobs with, you know, uh, like a liberal arts degree. And I was sort of like, you know, yeah, I, I had Limewire when I was a kid. And <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, you said that during the interview. <laughs> right, exactly. It was like I, I learned some stuff formally there. So uh, overall, it was a pretty it was a decent program. Um, I was in accounting at first. Uh, so I'm glad I switched. But yeah. So um so what kind of job are you doing now? It's not like, still not completely IT, right? Um, somewhat. I mean, I think so. It's like, so I'm a support manager for a software company. Um, you know, the product's called Clarity Converge. Uh, we recently got bought out, so the branding's a little, yeah. we're not sure. You don't, have to, you don't have to say explicitly like what company or whatever, but... Um, yeah, so what exactly does your position do? Uh, so we do, we do, I do a lot of different things. Um, I'm basic, but uh, I guess the majority of what I'm working on right now is DevOps. So it's mm-hmm. it's kind of a, a space in tech that's a little bit out there. It's a little bit undefined. Um, I think everyone's trying to figure out what it means. It's a buzzword for sure. Yeah, um, well, what I think is it's usually like building and delivery of applications, right? That, that's yeah that's correct um at, at our company it also included documentation which i'm not a huge fan of but it's definitely uh yeah uh, i think documentation is like the rough one like nobody wants to do it yeah, yeah nobody wants to do that and i think part of devops is just doing a bunch of stuff that developers don't want to do yeah <laughs> <laughs> so uh part of that comes with doc you know part of that is documentation so yeah so um where do you see like technology jobs going um, like, do you think there's still going to be a high demand or do you still think there is a high demand or do you think there's going to be even a higher demand bef- later on? So I think, I think demand increases, you know, steadily over the next decade or so, probably more than that. I think the thing, um, that probably increases more than demand though is supply. I, mm-hmm. It's, there are very few, uh, career paths out there that sort of allow you to make, you know, it's just financially, it's a little bit more lucrative than your traditional, auto, you know, uh, out of college um, sort of career path. Um, so I think a lot of people get into it. Um, so it, there's going to be a lot of changes in the industry, but overall, I, I, I think it's it's on the up and up and it's going to continue to grow at the at or above the pace it's growing right now. Right. Um, I think previously off the air, you mentioned a little bit that you've seen the trend where 
a lot of boot camp graduates <laughs> they come into the field but they don't know too much yeah and i and i don't so i <laughs> Yeah, you're putting me on the spot there. Uh, <laughs> I'm not saying specifically at your job or anything. I'm saying specifically yeah, yeah. like in the field. Yeah, no. Yeah. I, if if I'm being honest, like I, I think I think there is a danger in in that sort of um, in, in that in choosing that way to get into tech, just because you you don't you don't get all the concepts that are necessary to build like very scalable applications. Right. Um, and I think that's dangerous when you know you have really big corporations relying on people who are. Who are just programmers because i think design is important design is that's really important sure. because that's how you end up with you know a platform that millions of people are using but no one knows how it works and mm-hmm. it's just sort of frankenstein together it, right it yeah. can it can be dangerous and you know when, when you're building web apps and stuff like that maybe it's not important but if that code gets into you know um technology at a hospital or something like that that's where i that's where it concerns me right right <laughs> you know right. what like the nuclear codes are coded by like somebody who doesn't know how to code <laughs> exactly or even like cars right like you know you they you hear a lot about self-driving cars and stuff like that and you don't want uh, a bug can mean someone driving off a cliff i guess <laughs> yeah and so, also security you know how many hacks are going around right um gotta keep my money you know secure and all that right <laughs> companies my, don't even tell you like my social security number right equifax Right. <laughs> Companies don't even tell you till like years later. Right. And then they force you to buy their service. No, I'm just kidding. Well, I mean that's Throwing what that's class. what's going on anyways, but it's funny. Yeah. Also, um you know how there's when you go in IT, there's like so many different fields, right? So sure. you you already mentioned DevOps, you've mentioned developers, and of course there's QA, right? So right. Yeah, I've done, have you had experience with like the different types? Like, what other types are there? Yeah, well, so you, you mentioned QA specifically. I've done QA, uh, or I do QA at my my current job now. Um, it's it, uh, a quality assurance engineer that that has evolved a little bit recently. Um, I I think a lot of it was done manually in the past, uh, but everything's being everything's like being automated testing right? kind of thing. Yeah, so every, well, everything's being automated now. So it's like I don't know what the future of a QA engineer looks like. Um, I feel like that just gets gobbled up by the DevOps people. And instead of actually manually uh, testing stuff, you'll probably be writing the scripts to automate the tests. Right. I think that's that's development too, right? It is. It is. And like I said, I I think the the barrier to entry for those types of jobs are low. But if you stay driven, if you stay, you know, making sure you're you're on top of the latest tech and just progressing, um, you can get to a, a place where you're building some some clean scalable code right okay so um how do you think one can go about learning clean and scalable code like aside from um learning it in school i guess yeah i mean the resources are out there for me it's 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 a lot about um picking picking a platform but not you know i mean i guess you don't want to get stuck to one but it's it's mostly about like you know, watch the videos and do something after you watch them. Right. right? Like, like, let's say, like, uh, side projects or something. Correct, correct, yeah. Like, do it on a smaller scale, so if you mess up, you're good. Yeah, like, building a Hello World app for any, for Python, for uh, C Sharp, for whatever, is, like, half the battle, right? Like, mm-hmm. if you can if you can deploy something, uh, or if you can build something and get it to the point where you can run it, that's, like, that's so much more than just watching the video. And I feel right. like a lot of people get stuck there because it's just like you're trying to learn everything at once. And it's like as soon as you get 
the tools to to do an, to to create a hello world app which is pretty early in whatever class you're taking online do it because getting putting pen to paper is so important because right. it's all about it's all about practice it's all about trying it's all about just getting stuff out there building stuff so, mm-hmm. yeah um getting a degree in technology or that includes like the business uh, IT one that you have. Could you say that again? What was it specifically again? It was the uh, information and decision sciences. Okay. So <laughs> do you think getting a degree in school is still worth it? Because I know the cost of school has gone up tremendously in the last five to ten years. Do you yeah. think the returns on the... Because let's say you're spending a lot of money on school and the job market's saturated with boot camp people. Do you think it's still viable to get a degree? Um, that's a, it's difficult. I think short term, yes. I think, uh, there are certain companies out there that, that just plain old won't hire someone without a, without a bachelor's degree. Um, and a lot of those companies are companies most people want to work for. So I think short term, yes. I think long term, it's probably going to be less and less necessary for you to have a formal, you know, college degree from like an accredited university. Um, again, I, I'm still on the fence on whether that's good or bad. Uh, cause I, cause I do think that college is more than just what you're learning in the class. Right. So right. it kind of shapes like a well-rounded person. That's why they make you take those liberal arts classes and stuff. That's the second time I, I did that to liberal arts people. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I just, I just think that short term. Yes. If you, if you have the opportunity, if you have the resources to get a, sort of formal education uh i'd say go for it because in the next five to ten years you're probably still going to need it um but you know when we start having kids or whatever we'll, i i suspect that that there's there'll be more options than what, what's out there right today. do you think it's going to go into more like a you know how um let's say in germany they have like a kind of guild like system or apprenticeship mm-hmm. like even for like technology and stuff like that i mean honestly that like that's a great approach right like mm-hmm. uh, most of the m- most professions that have been around for you know for a, a hundred years or thousands of years that that's how they work right like if you want to be an electrician in chicago you got to do an apprenticeship because yeah. but that only works out if the company's taking care of you once you are right. finished with the apprenticeship or other companies recognize that apprenticeship right it, that's true and I, but i'm I guess what I'm what I'm wondering is like how does how does competition or how does what role does competition play in that sort of like apprenticeship type learning process? Because today, if you with with very little skill, um, you you can get court uh, you can be recruited by some you know some decent companies, right? Mm-hmm. So like with maybe a year of experience or whatever. If you're locked into an apprenticeship for four years, what does that mean for your salary while you're doing that? Right. right? So it, it's it's a complex topic, man. Like there's there's a lot of different things. And I think once the market sort of, um, once it hits its equilibrium, because right now demand is so much higher than supply. Right. So once it hits its equilibrium, we'll start to, I think we'll start to be able to determine long-term trends in the tech market. But Either the companies that are going to realize, hey, you know, you need to only hire quality applicants, or they're going to create uh, programming jobs as white collar jobs. They're the new white. Um, I mean, they're the new blue collar blue jobs. jobs. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I, these are the things that keep me up at night. By the way, <laughs> <laughs> right? Um, I don't see that happening. I, I don't want to say anytime soon, but I think we'll be safe. Um, by the time we are like five years deep, maybe 10 years deep with experience. I don't think we'll have a 
problem because we won't be at the entry level anymore. But it's up to you to learn that because I think you probably know people who are like five or ten or even fifteen years in, but they don't know more than the person who's only two or three years in. They got they got comfortable. Correct. Yeah, that's, I think that's and that's not unique to technology, right? Like that that's been happening forever. And it it, it depends on what your priorities are in life. You know, like yeah, I think taking that approach is okay. Um, it, you just have to be, you, you just sort of have to be aware of what you're setting yourself up for when you're, you know, older or whatever. Yeah. You um, got, you got, well, in my opinion, you have to stay competitive and you should be able to like transfer to another company if anything uh, yeah. arises. Yeah, for sure. Um, that's why, I, that's why I'm constantly preaching with my friends who, who not just in tech, but other thing, other fields is like, you, you want to stay the best at whatever you pick. Um, and that's, that's the truest job security, right? Like, Mm-hmm. Just picking a picking a, an industry that is in demand isn't isn't the only thing that's going to keep you uh, employed, <laughs> <laughs> right? You, know, you, you kind of have to be the best at what you do, or amongst the best at what you do to to be comfortable. Otherwise, you're kind of always on pins and needles. So, yeah. Um, so this has been your first job, right? You've stayed there for a long time. Yeah, I've been I've been at my place for almost four years now. It was my first like big boy job out of college <laughs> <laughs> i worked for a, i've worked for a couple a couple other really big companies uh in it, as internships while i was in school um so this it job you could say like the, maybe the benefits are pretty decent yeah for sure like um you know we get happy hours and mm-hmm. um we get like a, a tech budget to spend on you know iphones and just a lot of cool stuff do you think it's important for a company to have like good benefits and um what would be like necessary benefits versus supplemental or yeah. do you think everything's necessary to keep a person happy yeah i mean it it really depends on who you're looking to hire um mm-hmm. i i think the absolute minimum for for most companies uh in terms of benefits is you know what you think of like healthcare stuff like that you, you definitely like 401k, want 401k matches and stuff like that are things you want to be you want to look out for um but yeah, companies that allow like for flexibility in the benefits that they offer where it's sort of like you know almost like you get a pool of money or a pool of resources and you get to like pick and choose or whatever i think those are the best because yeah what i need to do my job is not the same as the guy next to me and the guy next to him right right the fact that we get to buy you know like software for us that fits how i work right like some people some people like for for remoting into servers and stuff some people use one one tool other people use a different one excuse me Right, um, like, let's say you want to, like, FTP or something. There's, like, so many different open source tools that you can use. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah. And like I said, some, I know people who who spend a lot of money on, on tools that they put on top of Visual Studio. That's already an expensive tool, right? But they, you know, ReSharp or whatever. That's like yeah, that's like a plugin or whatever. Right, yeah. and, it, and it, makes their jo- it makes their job so much easier. Um, and they, they're just, you know, much more productive when they have stuff like that. And, and companies that allow for you to, to do that, to be comfortable in your, not just, not comfortable in your, like, with your healthcare plan and stuff like that, but com- comfortable in your day-to-day, right? They're giving you the monitors you need, the keyboards you need, whatever. Um, I think that that's an indication of, like, a company with good benefits and that they've probably been doing it a while and they know that they're in a competitive landscape. They're not just sort of hiring anybody off the street. They, they want people who know what they want and uh, want to be comfortable. Also, um, do you think a company should invest in their, uh, in their employees, like, Anything from giving them money for classes or um, giving them trainings? Yeah, 
that are not even related to what they're doing. Yeah, there's like a <laughs> there's like this old comic strip, and it's like uh, some middle manager asking, you know, ask or maybe it was the boss ask, asking the middle manager, like, you know, um, like, what if we invest in our employees and they leave? And the guy responds like, what if we don't and they stay? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So you have a bunch of people who don't, you right. know, they stick around for a long time, but they don't. They don't really know much because you didn't invest in them. So yeah, it's, it's always a risk where um, you can invest a lot and they could just leave right after. I think. Uh, I, I think I, again that that is a risk, but um, I, I think it's worse for a company to have someone stick around and isn't progressing. You got to be competitive with your offers and your benefits. Correct. Either and, you you could or they could just pay everyone really high they, and yeah. just get rid of all the benefits <laughs> like contractors. Yeah, and, and that's not a bad approach either, especially you know when. When you're looking for something that's a like a little bit more, that's super flexible, right? Right. On both sides, both sides of the equation. Um, but in in terms of depending on where you're at in your life or whatever, um, you, it 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 feels like it feels like taking bigger risk. Um, in reality, it probably isn't because most you know we're in, we're in Illinois and it's an at will employment right. state, so you're it's also like, um, you can be fired by anybody. <laughs> yeah, you're also saving a lot of technical debt. Because, mm-hmm. like, if you have a lot of inexperienced people doing stuff, you might not, it might work right now, mm-hmm. but then in five years, maybe 10 years, you might have to rewrite the whole system. <laughs> Who knows, right? Yeah, that's, that's, um, yeah. that's kind of scary. Yeah, a lot of companies are just getting into tech, so they haven't realized it yet. But a lot of the top tier ones who've been in business for a while, they know, like, you need to have quality developers or DevOps or QA even. Yeah, the, the overhead becomes expensive when you, you know, when your developers are introducing tons of bugs and you have to expand your QA team, you have to expand your DevOps team, whatever, because you're you're doing more deployments because you're rolling back stuff. And yeah, it can get expensive, not just in the not just in the long term, like stability of the code, but in the immediate, you know, we're con- we constantly need to test this stuff because it's coming back with issues. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, do you have any other concerns about the it mark uh economy right now um concerned i yeah i have a ton of concerns <laughs> um but overall like it's it's a it's a dope place to be like as a person who's not you know as a person in their 20s that's still trying to figure out you know my plans long term it's cool because it's it's so results-based it's so um it's it's more about what you what you're accomplishing today what you it's it's a what have you done for me lately field um, which I really mm-hmm. like. There's not a ton of bureaucracy. Um, you can you can end up in places where there's a ton of bureaucracy. Don't get me wrong, but um, it's it's more of like if you're if you're as talented, if you have skill, um, the, or even if you put in hard work. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, I, I feel like with I feel like that. Yeah, that's that's for sure. <laughs> like if you work your if you work your tail off, you're gonna yeah. you're gonna end up in a better place. Um, but in 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 so many other industries, it's, it's really not like that. It's sort of like I, I know I have friends who um they they got a they got a good job or whatever but the only way that they're going to progress is if their their boss retires you know what i'm saying and it's like that it's is like bureaucracy yeah, yeah exactly and it's and, it, and that's that's totally not tech it's like you can have a boss and if you're better than your boss there there are chances for you to maybe not maybe not become his boss or whatever but you know people notice that and equal him. right yeah. they'll give you your own team or you know whatever so it's it's yeah i've noticed like a lot of like bosses in it are even younger than the workers yeah and like i said it's yeah. it's it's 
It's what you, you got to have the ambition. It's your skill. It's it's yeah. It's all those things. Yeah, I think that's a good note to end things on. Um, thank you for your time and joining us at Bro Time Podcast. Yeah, thank you for having me. It was uh, nerve wracking at first, but I I got through it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Bye. Yeah.